Okay. Yeah. We're, oh, I, I should have hit record right before that. You said today we're talking about one queen only. There's only one queen in my heart. She's actually a god. So, I mean, honestly, not... Sweetener, when it came out, I'm not even, I know it sounds like this is a scripted thing, but I'm telling you, Eli, uh -huh. remember when we started this bod and it was like fun and whatever, but like, yeah. Ariana's prophetic. I ha like, Sweetener, I know we think like, Thank You Next came out and there's so, and she just grew so much more, but like, it's prophetic to her, like, Girl, like you look back, even breathing and like every time, and then like she, her singing, like all of the stuff on Sweetener, God is a woman. It's like her third eye opened up and she has, <laughs> it's been giving us gifts. Well, I think she, too many, like from the time Sweetener started where she just had like one trauma, she unfortunately just had like a successive mm. uh, thing, set uh, sets of kind of like drama where, yeah. you know, that I think, mm -hmm. um, you know, that even a regular person rarely takes on that much and that's, I mean, everybody's different obviously, but what yeah. I mean is like on, I, I would say on an average scale, the stuff she dealt with in the amount of time, most people I think have a wider timeline. I mean, don't get me wrong, yeah. people, there are people in way worse scenarios. I'm not trying to undersell anything, but in pop star terms, I think she had the most, um, uh, well, it's interesting the, because- the, time, okay. the divine, you, what you mean to say is the divine timing of her trajectory. Yes. I uh, would made never her call... maximize, it made her maximize both her, spiritual growth and her artistic growth so in a way never... that was painful, but also yes. effective. Right. However, I would never call a, a 26 year old a God. No way. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Can't do it. Well, I'm not saying she's a God, but I will argue this, and this is uh -huh. for another time, so I can't get too into it, but just a little morsel for you guys. This is the kind of stuff I'm putting on my OnlyFans. That's right. I have started OnlyFans and it's all about me talking about the singularity. Uh, truly, this is not a joke, but <laughs> you guys can go there. OnlyFans.com slash recently. There's no nudity, which I'm not, I have no problem with nudity. It's just my brain nudity. It's, it's the, it's my brain nudity if you want that. But I truly believe that you were born like exactly who you're going to be, but you don't have the skills yet to show it yet. Because if you ever think back on early memories, like you fully feel you, but you just don't know how to express it. So I would counter the idea of being young as not being quote unquote godlike, not because they're not wise. I think you get older and you do become wiser and better at expressing and communicating. Ugh. But I think deep down the core of who you are, the part of you, the pure part, it's the same. And then you just get better at relating that to the people around you. So, so children can't relate as well, but they here's, still Here's where I respectfully disagree. <laughs> um, I think that implies okay. too much. Yeah, I, wow. By the way, we're really getting pretty uh liz is already like real heavy stuff for our first episode like back. ariana but, brings uh, that out okay here's she what i'll say yeah in a good way i'm not complaining um but i think that uh i think that puts too much emphasis on nature um and i do think nurture plays mm. a big part into it so i think the whole idea of like um being born self-actualized or not self-actualized but not spending your life self-actualizing um i i <laughs> I can't agree with it wholeheartedly because that that also implies that people aren't in control of their own. I think some people never reach self-actualization. Mm. And I also think we live in a system right now that actively um, discourages people from self-actualizing um, because so this is where I, I'm going to stop myself. But like, I think if you're <laughs> there's too many people in the world and too many circumstances to fully um, Put that I think I think that privilege plays a big part in that whether oh, even sure. even a level of privilege at at a level of say being like middle class or even within certain class structures they're still privileged so it's yeah uh, so I kind of go but back and forth I on will that. say I don't hear you I mean I hear you disagreeing with me but in your points and this is why I love talking to you because mm -hmm. the points you made do not counter the points I made is what I'm hearing and we won't get into it too much but I will just say I agree with the specific points you made. And I think mm -hmm. we have different, different, different definitions of self-actualization, but I agree with you that society suppresses it. I agree with you that I don't like the idea that it's not in our control. I do, however, think that, um, we can look back on who we were years ago, even in mm -hmm. our teens and glean knowledge that we may not have had then, but is from information and experiences we had then. Therefore, we had all the tools to take in the info. We just need to come back. It's almost like time traveling through your own mind. So that's, oh, that's more what I mean. Yeah. I mean that you can go back and it's almost like playing a video game. Like you go back through your memories and sure they're subjective, but they help 
uh, inform who you are now in a way that I think exponentially grows. In, and I think Ariana's seen what I'm talking about because the last three albums are basically exponential versions of herself. Like if you had to draw it out on oh, a Oh, that's map, interesting. Say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, so I will say, you know, what's funny is one, I think one of the best depictions of self-actualization in a movie, um, that kind of when it can go the wrong way or like that kind of can make a debate for that is, uh, mm. actually the movie Spring Breakers starring another pop star, Selena Gomez. Oh. I think that movie is entirely about self-actualization hmm. in the age of capitalism. Um, again, we have to save that for another we're really getting off topic oh, there, but I think that that I, I think that I, is, this is why movie. I think we have different definitions of self-actualization because I'm well, I can see what you're saying, but that's not to me. I I don't agree with that word there, but I agree with what you're trying to say with it. Does that make sense? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but I, I think self I, I think that's the thing is that self-actualization can exist as different like outlets for like how people what they choose to self-actualize into. Mm. Um, it just might not be the thing that someone else thinks that they should self-actualize it. Okay, into. real quick, just sure. in a short definition, what is self-actualization to you? Well, to me, it's it's reaching your full potential in a, in a, in, a, in layman terms. It's becoming mm. the person you're meant to become. Um, okay, or so you're uh, so, you're, sorry, mean, it's it's, it's like a level of it, it's like a fulfillment. That's what okay. I would say. I would say this it's would self fulfillment. This would make sense as you, um, as an Aquarius, me as a Scorpio, d yeah. um, disagreeing on this because. My definition is almost the complete opposite. And I don't well, think a lot of people it? agree no, with I'm me. I'm dying but to know. I believe this talks And you can't get to this level until you've actually seen that it's possible uh, because I didn't used to believe this. But I think self-actualization is when you literally get so close to the center, like the core of who you are, that you can actually hear all the voices in your head. They're not fighting anymore. It's like whatever. I mean, I don't really think Freud was on base, but I think he called it the ego or whatever. And some people, you know, call it the higher self. To me, self-actualization is when you get so clear in who you are that you don't need outside surroundings. You don't need outside people. You want them. Love is wanting them. But other people's energy does not take away from who you are. Like judgment does not take away from who you are to the point where you yourself will say things like, hey, that wasn't cool of you to do. And you won't hate yourself. You're like, oh, thanks. Like you're just able to actualize all of your decisions and choices. Oh, that's interesting. In a I, way I, that like needs that's a, nobody. <laughs> that's a step to me in self-actualization. I think independence is, that to me is just independence. That's all that is. That's just no, independence No, but I'm talking about full, like spring breakers, I would disagree because that's leaning into one part of your voice ignoring another self-actualization to me is being able to go to war win go home and cry and be like all of this is what makes me me the crying the fighting the smiling the laughing mm -hmm. all of it i'm a warrior i'm a poet i'm like that to me is self-actualization oh interesting that, that's that see i guess you're right we do differ because i think it's the difference that's to me sounds like objective self-actualization whereas i think self-actualization is a um is a kind of uh it's a personal thing. Like everyone has their mm. own version of it. And so I, and I don't think self-actualization is a one size fits all thing because look at like, here's a, I, I only know how to do this in movies. So spring breakers is a good <laughs> example. Whereas I think, um, like midsummer supposed to be Midsommar, about oh that my God, too. I yeah. Say, if you say midsummer, I swear it, to God. <laughs> I think it, I think it, I think it so poorly <sighs> deals with self-actualization, but that's me. I'm also due I for a rewatch. They don't because they use external factors. All of those voices are meant to. Anyways, we're getting too off topic, right, but right. bringing well, it actually, back we're to not, Ariana. We're not. Midsummer is yes. actually, I did that on purpose. In, oh, there you go. Oh my God. Yes, she loves it so much. And Ariana Grande, like right off the bat, I have to say this documentary, whether it's carefully calculated or not, who cares? You know, like Taylor Swift calculates. We all know. I, I, I want to address that too, actually. I, 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 well, first oh, off, okay. I just want to say welcome to another episode of Pod as a Woman. I'm Eli Olsberg. <laughs> I'm Teresa Lee. Uh, boy, what a long point oh one percent point one percent top fan of Ariana Grande yeah, in twenty twenty. I, she still made my top. It's funny. Every year I think she makes my top, but she, I've never. I've, I'm in the point one percent for the weekend. Oddly. Whoa. Um, Weekend was yeah. my number two, but oddly, not a single one of my top five songs had the weekend in it, not even the ones they did together. Oh, interesting. I, yeah, I, well, you know, I think that, um, so I do want to say about, so th this episode, um, 
just for everyone listening, we're going to talk about Excuse Me, I Love You, which is now on Netflix. Excuse and me, I love you. I love you. I love and, uh, and then we're also going to talk, I mean, it also brings up uh, the Sweetener Tour live um, oh, uh, Spotify concert. We were there. We were yeah, there. we were. When we were there too. So we're going to talk about mm-hmm. that as well. Um, and the thing I want to open with is I read a review of most of the reviews for this were positive. Um, I, it, what's interesting, if people want to see, I don't think they, I don't know if they, if they consciously connected this, but I thought a lot about a documentary with Madonna called Truth or Dare. Um, have you ever heard of You've it? Spoken about this. You've spoken about this. Yeah, I thoroughly, I think I haven't seen it since I was probably, when did I, when did I, re, I really was listening to Madonna like around 20 was when I really went through like the whole, like everything mm-hmm. she made and like, you know, and it's, so it's a, it's a documentary that follows her. I think it's her express yourself world tour, like in 1990, that was like the height of her fame. I, I, I you know, where she was performing at arenas and also had very famous people coming to the concerts, like Kevin Costner mm-hmm. just shows up one, at one point. Um, but it, it, it shows her taking care of her dancers. Like a, a lot of her mm-hmm. background the people who were part of the tour, she kind of takes this like maternal role towards. And I think, um, I don't know if Ariana gets that. Like, I, I do think she's very um, uh, protective over the people that work for her. I think loyalty is very important. But I, I think the only difference is is that Madonna, at that point in her career especially, dealt in sexuality in completely different terms. I think in a way mm-hmm. that I, I don't think a pop star since then has really truly confronted it the way she has but well, it's also-, also argue she opened that door because like oh, I, we don't know if ariano existed during that time against the background where it was not that door wasn't open if she would have also boldly said you know what i mean like i think oh for sure madonna was up against like a lot more um puritanical views in the public right. eye and and it opened up now to for you to have a music video where ariana's fingering the world but like there you know you can't start there yeah, though I would, I would. <laughs> well, I would say more. Madonna's more in line with like obviously like Gaga and maybe even like. Um, yeah. I, I don't know much about Dua Lipa, but I, I she clearly tries to. I think mimic Are a lot of that as well. Trying to become a queer icon is what you're saying. Like she's not no, trying to. No, she is. Make, no, but she, <laughs> well, she's a pop it, star, it, but she's my, not yeah, trying right, right. to make an anthem. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Madonna didn't either. She, I think, right. when you watch, if you ever watch interviews with her from that period too, she's very open about like you know gay rights and stuff not that mm-hmm. ariana wasn't just to be clear i what i mean more is that um i think she, her style was intentionally was it was provocative but it was also confrontational i don't think um i think what Ariana's doing is normalizing the confrontational aspect of yeah, it yeah yeah i think so, they're, they're existing in different times like i, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, chalk totally. that up to their personalities because i I, think I couldn't agree more yeah madonna had, what she did yeah i don't want to belittle that at all it was really like open up doors i think then it makes way for the nuance of someone like what we we're talking about earlier exploring more internal yeah. self-growth mm-hmm. which if you start with internal self-growth when there's that much suffering and there is still a lot of suffering but like gay rights have come a long way um if you start from like as a straight white girl talking about internal self-growth it it doesn't sit as well uh, against a backdrop of like civil rights so i i do think that there's a time and place i i don't think it takes a yeah i i wouldn't necessarily ascribe that to ariana's oh yeah i i mean to be clear the reason i was bringing it up more was just the documentary has that same approach where she really Mm -hmm. is close to her dancers and very close like you know she she kind of tries to have this family setting with the people she works with and um i i don't know if it's as motherly i think it's more that for her it is her just taking care yeah yeah exactly which is uh so before we get into that part, because the documentary kind of makes it a point to do, well, I should say this is a concert film. It's not a documentary. Um, yeah, because I would but, say if you're not already a fan, you don't get much out of it. Right, you and so th- that was the problem of. with the review I read. It was from a pretty notable critic. And he, uh, this is what was fascinating about it. And I, I think I, I did tweet a joke about it, but he <laughs> he says that the, the that the concert film actually makes her more of a, uh, of a, opaque figure rather than a transparent one like by the time it's it's all said and done i couldn't disagree more but his comparison point is miss americana taylor swift's documentary which mm. uh, immediately made me laugh that's real clown shit i don't agree at all and that's just ridiculous yeah, I disagree. like to to uh, um 
and if I remember correctly, the way he phrased it was that even though Taylor Swift did have control over that stuff because she she hired a notable docu documentary director to come make it, there is still some kind of aspect of vulnerability to it. And I think that's uh, ridiculous. Mm. I think, I, I don't know if you saw it. It's, it's I saw Miss Americana. It's very, very, it has Taylor's hands all over it. So totally. I liked and, it. I like, because I'm I the kind of person who likes to hear what an artist wants to be seen as while yes. knowing that first person narrative is, are unreliable but i still want to see it just like i'm like yeah come listen right. to my stand-up but just know that you should have your own opinion like i i <laughs> don't i don't want to change my thoughts for the audience yeah. just like i want to see taylor's full taylor but i also want to be like well i don't have to agree with you and i i don't i see what you're doing taylor putting little frames around your choices right or or just being very like, convenient I, but i mean i think it's also <laughs> ridiculous that it just when she tweeted something about um you know, like a, I think it was she was tweeting against a politician in Nashville oh or in my Tennessee, God, the and, and just her, her and the, the, the girls get together and do a toast to the resistance. And I'm like, <sighs> all right, well, if you if you really want to start breaking it down this way, I think Ariana's activism in that way would be way. I don't want to. I really don't want to. Well, that's the two why here. I like Ariana a little more because I mean, this is more about again, that review yes. than it is about oh, 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 than about the two of them because I also watched um, the the long pond sessions, the 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 Taylor Swift. Is that the uh, one? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I, the only two things, it's so funny that the only two things I'm ever going to watch on Disney plus are a Taylor Swift concert movie and a David Lynch oh movie. Gosh. Those are the only two ah. things. <laughs> um, You're watching the Goofy movie again. Goofy movie is great. It holds up. Yeah. And I mean, come on. Lilo and Stitch is also a oh, masterpiece. I, I still, roller coaster. yeah, uh, I love, I love that movie so much. Um, oh, and so I also, I also love um, uh, just all the early Hercules, '90s. All of yeah, her, um, yeah, exactly. Emperor's New Groove, which just turned 20 this year. Happy uh -huh. birthday, Emperor's New Groove. Um, so I um, think um, I just heard a noise on the Zoom. I, it looks like we're still. Oh, recording. sorry, okay, it's because I moved, but uh, it was okay. my bad. I laughed uh, and I moved. No, no, I well, heard like okay, a. Bum. Who was the reviewer? Reviewer. Uh, I don't want to put it on. I don't want it to. Turn okay, into don't a put thing, it on. So. Glass. Uh, no, I just, I, and also, by the way, maybe they just paid him to have to review it, but I think it was funny because <laughs> I, I did read other reviews by Ariana fans who also had issues with the documentary or the concert film. They're just like, it doesn't really, it's like you said, it's for, it's if you're, whatever. it's not for new, you know, it's for people, it's not trying to convert anybody. It's a little it's scrapbook for, for people who yeah. went to the tour and miss it. I think that's right. fine for it to be that. It's better agree. quality and, than my iPhone videos for sure. So here's, yeah, I, I want to get out of the way. I'm going to do this kind of backwards. For me, I'll tell you the things, the only few things that bugged me about it, because I loved okay, it. Okay, yeah, go for so it. So I think the only problems were that those subtitles of everyone's names, pure nonsense. Uh, that, that You didn't like was, that? No, I, I like so that because I, I like to think that, well, maybe, but I also feel like you get so, like, so little chance to actually put your people out there even if you tweet about them nobody's really going to the thing the only time someone's actually looking like ariana gets to be like look at this person i want you to look at is when you're literally what like because even right. victoria monet and taylor like they're on her social all the time but there's even courtney you know they're her best friends right she's still not gonna have as many followers even if she's like these are my bitches because not everyone cares but i sure. do think saying this is my lighting guide this is my dancer it's kind of a nice thing. I don't see that all the time in like that. She called out her lighting yeah, designer. I, like, I think uh, I'm going to get a picture of us for the zoom. Uh, okay. Let me get my God as a woman. Shirt. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can't tell. Uh, so, okay. So I think I got a few um, just okay. mostly for the, mostly for the gram. Um, so I think that, all, well, here's, I guess why I think it's just silly. It felt, it did feel like, where I'll give credit to that review I was referencing is um, I think that <laughs> one of the things I do wish that they had was someone more professional directing it. I mean, the guy mm -hmm. I was reading, the guy who directed it, I think he just directs a bunch of like, like, like for higher concert just, stuff. Yeah, it just seems like random. Uh, uh, yeah, because they, they did a lot of like slow mos and speed ups and these weird stylistic choices. <laughs> and like, I don't know, we live in an era when concert movies are actually very well made. And so I think uh, like when you watch well, I don't one know, world. Like, did you ever see that? I have to it, say, it I don't great. like Justin Bieber now, but like that, I was really touched watching that document. Yeah. And I remember watching be like, oh, he's fucked. Like, I was like, I don't want it to happen, but we all knew, cause it was like this sweet young boy is about to yeah, be Yeah, I ruined. actually thought it was great for that reason. Yeah, it was I really mean, great I, documentary about like 
how we all fucked up. Right. I don't well, know. I, don't, I, yeah. I, I, I think it was it was interesting the way they kind of interspersed the I love the way they kind of broke up the concert stuff. I just thought it was funny that I also don't like that they cut successful. It's very upset. But um, uh, and also I thought it was weird that they show like the the with Victoria Monet, they just show them the, doing the rehearsal and they don't show the actual performance. Mm. I think they actually for that one. Well, maybe I they didn't record it at the actual one because I don't think they recorded that had they had the camera. Because right, right. the thing I did notice is the set was very different from the one we saw at Staples Center. Like there was one moon one, but a lot of the others were different. Like it was just a slightly different spacey techie. Set well, I actually, was, like, I, 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 no, our, so they were the same. It's that we weren't, um, we were on close the floor. Enough. So no, no, it's that we weren't, no, we were very close. We were on the floor, we but were, yeah. because of that, it's, you can't see the stage. So um, if you were sitting in the bowl, like in the upper area, you would be able to see all that. That's the only I reason. So, so it actually was the same setup. Um, Damn. but I, I know that's the only flaw to spending a hundred more dollars on floor uh, seats. Wait, I want to add one thing. That's just me. Sure. Not, not Brad. It's not, it sounds like it's me bragging, but it's really me being, um, self-deprecating because you, I told you this, but I have, a, guy, a friend I used to dance with on a hip hop team in college, who's way better than me. This is not a testament. Ooh, to I know my who dancing. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he 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 was in the uh, he was one of our dancers, so we saw him live. But also, he's like prominently featured in the documentary. And I have to say, like maybe that made me pay more attention because I was like, I know this person, and we danced together. Yeah. And that did make me feel like I don't know how. I, I'm sure other documentaries show, and I'm just missing it. But I did pay more attention to the personalities of the dancers because of that, and. To me, it came through like if I was watching it for him, which I wasn't, but like I would have felt like satisfied. So right. I whereas normally you watch something like that and you hope to see one scene. It was like they're very prominently featured, like she has like conversations with her dancers and they're hanging out. And, and I, I like that whether it's false or not. I still like that. That's the image. She yeah, wants that doesn't because... that doesn't bother me if it is false, because I think it's like yeah. it's all going to be every pop star has a level of control and i yeah. think that the way uh the culture shifted um in terms of the media it for better and worse uh it allows more agency well no that's that's the for better part and the for worse part is mm -hmm. that it it creates a culture where i think she has to constantly be releasing stuff but thankfully mm -hmm. the way she kind of spreads her stuff out if you really think about it it's been almost two years between albums. We just got a live album in between that and some singles yeah. and, you know, that stuff that she wouldn't otherwise um, have, you know, stuff that wouldn't make the album mm. anyways, nor should it. Whereas like where Drake is dropping like a mixtape every mm. six months and it, it really starts to like blur together. She but doesn't that's do that. Drake's MO is more just to always be played. I will ask you right. this though. Okay, sure. the documentary, cause I didn't really, I saw it as like a fun, way to consume Ariana and not really as like, let me watch a great documentary. I, I agree. But I'm curious, let's say in 20 years, how will it feel? Because I do kind of think what they tried to do is not to say anything new, but I do feel like we know she's so iconic that maybe they just wanted to kind of put together a photo album that in 20 years will have different significance to be like, this is well, what she was like intimately. Hold on, I would argue, I would argue she's already done that once with Dangerous Women Diaries. It's just that it eh. was, on YouTube Red, and so nobody knew. That to me should have just been one giant movie as well in some capacity, but Dangerous Woman Diaries was the exact same cycle. It was released by the time mm -hmm. Sweetener came out, um, but you know, and this is being released after positions. It's kind of a way of like keeping the old stuff relevant and enough. And she got engaged. We haven't even talked about that right when well, it came we'll out. Get into that she's in a, a like, masterful, yeah. she knows truly, what she's doing. Truly. I, I honestly line, don't think. Netflix stock drops. Pete Davidson engagement was right before Sweetener. It's all I would argue none of it is <laughs> planned. I think it's all, by the way, masterminded by her. I actually don't think, I think the PR team, oh, their yeah, only I don't, job they is can, to just They couldn't give ask her, her to do that, yeah. Right, right. But, but I do um, think she wants to get engaged and also wants to drop an album. It's like, let's do it together. I don't think she's right. so soulless that she's like, let me play my relationships. I, she doesn't seem like that, but she does seem like someone who'd be like, I want this anyways. Like, just like Ali Wong, right. who I totally respect doing uh, two specials pregnant. It's not because oh, she yeah. wants That's to do a special ever. pregnant. Yeah, but it's because she's like, I want to do a special. I'm pregnant and it works so well. I still yeah. want to have a kid. Either take a year off, have another kid, build a family or fucking own this shit. Do another. Yeah. So that's how I see Ariana getting engaged again. She's like, it worked the first time. I actually want to get engaged let's do it like yeah. i don't think she's doing it for the clout but it so wait what, what was your what was your question well 
would if you factor in time, do you still have the same thoughts about this documentary? Oh, like, do you feel well, like it captures okay. how you feel about her now? Hmm. Um, no, I think it. I think it's just a great screen. I, I think it's a great snapshot of a very good live concert. Um, I think that uh, like here's the thing you're also asking a film snob so for me the best concert movies mm. are like you know have you ever seen stop making sense that's always the reference point well that's what more why i asked like if you take away the technical part like i'm asking more like a yeah. photo album like when you go back and look at a diary from a, a vacation you had or like like does it right. feel like because that's how it feels to me like we were there and it really was nice to see it again it didn't add anything new but i imagine in 30 20, 40 years when i've had way more new experiences that i'll come back and be like yeah, I remember this. And it depends I like on that. how it depends. Well, the problem is it depends on how um, it's it's really hard to say because I I don't think collective experiences are going to work that way by that point. And I think hmm. that like um, whereas the the reason like the you know a concert movie from you know say the Madonna documentary or the um, or Stop Making Sense the reason they endure is because there there's a combination of so many crafts and um it depends on where ariana's at in the culture at that point because i mm. music was consumed so differently back then and also the way things are available and accessible now you don't i don't know if I'm they have the same you though stamp. because you have a different relation so like right oh, I, you oh, probably I, I, weren't a backstreet right. boys fan but if you were to right put up a poster of the Millennium Backstreet Boys or even remind me of the Millennium Backstreet Boys tour, which I called in the radio every day, was not able to get tickets, but really thought maybe I could for my birthday. I know people now as adults who went to that tour. And even when I hear them say, it, I'm like, I know what tour you're talking about. And right. I wanted to go like it brings me back. And I feel that way about this. So like, for I, my future no, that's, self. That's interesting. So when I watched it, um, I don't no, I still don't think I had that. Ex For me, what what mm. what I enjoyed and what I got out of it is it made me miss concerts because we're watching it in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> oh, you were it made me miss so many concerts this year. I know, I know, we had and to the uh, weekend. I know, uh, and New Glory. <laughs> like it was a bunch of stuff. So, um, and I'm trying to think how to articulate because when I was watching it, the thing I was thinking of the most, I was thinking back to the concert. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, uh, I, yeah, it was so much fun. I was also thinking about um how the songs from sweetener that i like i love even more now hearing it from me like it reminded me of how good those two albums were not that i forgot but that i haven't really gone through them as much because i've been listening to positions so much um positions. wait so, i know we're not talking about positions but just a little taste can you say your top two favorite songs from it oh yeah of course 34 35 and um uh safety net Okay, I like Safety Net because we talk about this just for our listeners so they know. Obviously, we've talked about this on our own. But now that I've listened over and over, because in the first day I was like, I love Safety Net. But 3435 for sure. And Shut Up, weirdly, has been, I've been playing that. I mean, that's, that's, if we really want to really get long. into it, if we really want to get into it, that's love top it. five as well. But, um, yeah. but we won't get and into I it. And I really we'll... like Just Like Magic, but Just Like Magic, I think, is the sophomore version of um, Successful. And I like that, but it, feels like more like a I'll put it on third it's not always the first right thing. well I, I had a yeah I I guess we'll get into it more when we get into the album more but there's okay. a few songs like that that feel like kind of a sophomore mm. version of other things mm. I mean I think nasty almost feels like a sophomore version of 3435 um huh, nasty just didn't land for me maybe because I Janet has such a great song called nasty and this one was just like meh well yeah it's a different um well so uh, so let's loop back around just to answer your question okay. a little more thoroughly. I yes. I think the other thing I liked about it was that it um it it but watching her do it in London, I know what that mm -hmm. means to her too. That's a very mm -hmm. specific thing. So yeah, watching it that. no knowing that was very because also we just we knew at that point she was this single like, or at least that's what she was selling it as that she wasn't in a relationship and she was just doing this big tour and she claims this tour saved her life, whether or not that's actually true, you know, is a different story. But uh, I think just a lot of it- I it made believe me... it in just that she had to be supervised 24 seven. Like that's the right. feeling sometimes when you're spiraling is if you have somewhere to go and some people who look up to you, it's not always that easy because sometimes you can go so far where you it puts more pressure, but I think she knew her limits and knew that would actually help get her through it. And so I, I'm proud of her for knowing how to, that was her way of asking for help in a way, I think. Uh, yeah. I think that she knew well, like- she knew Absolutely. Oh no, totally. And I, I think I think as far as 
the also what I liked about it is it it included the deep cuts from the early early albums. It had like Tattooed Heart and um, and then a, me a medley that includes uh, You'll Never Know, which Break is your my favorite. Right yeah, and You'll Never Know is my favorite song off her first album. And then um, I think that it well, and it also made me miss that because I I so. I opened up Spotify after we finished it, and I kind of was going through the the early stuff, and it did kind of make me miss. Even though I'm loving this kind of like personal, um, you know, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff now is really like I think what she really was trying to go towards, not just in terms of um, the material being personal, but also the um, I think the sound she really wants is the like more pop r&b than like dance pop um because i really i texted you about oh, i gotta look up her name because or their name um do you remember what i'm talking about the songwriter who wrote better off and because i'll look oh, it up while you're talking about yeah that I, don't, I don't remember that who is was, the sound but... i love and i feel like she's gotten more of that and i know that you and i aren't necessarily on the same because you like break free and break free is like my most like she's big popular but the most well like, that's bleh. that's what i like about it it's her it's just her at the most i i mean Break free, even like, even though <laughs> it's so funny that Iggy Azalea was on Problem, but just the way she kind of opens Problem with, uh, with a kind of like, um, you know, it's like this very bombastic dancey. I don't know. I just, it, it's hard to. Wait, Iggy the, Azalea, have you? Sorry. Wait, I don't even want to get into it about it because no, I can't. No, 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 go, 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 go. Okay, go, go. Oh, I was gonna well, say. Well, I was just gonna I say I recently. I can't stand her either, but I there was a moment when she first came out that I was like, this is catchy, and then I recently listened to it because it came on my podcast uh I, sorry my iphone when i was driving like one of those mm -hmm. shuffles work came on and i was like how did i ever like this because it sounds so like the accent is so fake it's terrible yeah to the point where and i was like i think at first i was like she's australian i didn't know what she looked like and now i hear it i'm like oh my god she is so yeah. like appropriating some weird thing it's so weird and i yeah it's I not hate it so much. If I yeah, <laughs> not for everybody, I really. Literally, don't know how I ever. So it. so um, yeah. But anyway, I I it did kind of make me miss the the I mm -hmm. I have a feeling in an in an album or two she's gonna loop back around to marrying the two where she's gonna mm -hmm. go back kind of like kind of like in my everything where there's like a handful of really poppy songs like bangers mixed with like low key bops. I think so. I mean, like this year, she gave us "Rain on Me" with Gaga. I know it was a collab, but like we know right, she's right. got that in her. Yeah, exactly. Know, and I think that she know. also uh, from that period. Well, something else I thought about with Sweetener in listening to or watching this is that I, I went back to listen to it, and what's funny is I always remember there being about like two or three weak songs on the album that just never. They're kind of the songs that I skip. Um, by the For way, I'm picking. One? Uh, oh God. <laughs> It's so bad. It's so I, it's bad. So funny. Um, and what's crazy is. What do you think I, of the light is coming? Because you. Well, you hold on. Like I, it. I, okay. No, I did like it. I did like it. I'm just so excited talking about this with you. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, the fact that it opens with raindrops is fantastic, and then it segues into the worst song possible. Oh, I always thought it was really funny. Um, I love the light is coming. Um, I know at the time I think I was a little lukewarm on it, but I do like it a lot. Um, it, I think it, the only the music video was especially with Dave Myers too like really like it just felt like they rushed through that to yeah. move on to the next. Well, it's because but, it also yeah. had to follow No Tears Left to Cry as far as the singles go, and that was like a little um, that was like a little uh, I don't know like the the yeah. bounce between the two was just a bit too. Wait, much. can I say one thing about Light Light is Coming that's stupid yes. but true? Uh huh. This, so she's very prophetic. I know that, and I always resonated with. The, well, I like a good booty song, and that's got the butt, butt, butt beat. But also, <laughs> it has a butt beat. Okay, butt beat. Yeah, it's got the butt beat. It's not like a great song, but it's got a good butt beat. So I'm always gonna add ten points for that. But I really like the message of that because she was coming out of a dark place. And then I didn't. I liked the first tier message, and then I got a second tier message during quarantine because I, I think I've told you this. I've definitely posted on online. I'm, it's not a secret, but um, I. During the quarantine, I don't know how. I wish I could tell you the secret, but I have. Uh, I wish I could phrase this in a delicate way that doesn't sound so crude. But I have um, orgasm from looking at light without touching myself. Mm -hmm. And after I heard the song, and after I watched the documentary again, and I, that part came on, and she's like, "The light is coming," and she's doing that right, right. like cool like alien thing. I was like, "Whoa! The light is coming! Literally, the light is coming!" Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
the light. Okay, first off, congratulations. Is from being able, yeah. Coming. That's what oh, she I was saying it. this whole time. Like, it's wild. There's a whole universe out there where you light can. There's sensation in light, and I don't know, but I can't be the only person who's felt it. And I think Ariana's felt it, and I. That's why I think she's prophetic in a way where uh, you can enjoy it I, even so, without that experience. Uh, you don't think Ariana's I, come to light? And you've never seen her music video on LSDs. I mean, she is. I out think there that flying oof, I don't want to. I don't want to take you <laughs> off your off your high that you have right now. But I think that she, <laughs> during that period, uh, the light is coming. I think was just literal because she literally had just kind of gotten through Manchester. No, I don't think um, she felt it then. But I'm saying that uh, when you watch the progression from uh -huh. where she is now, I think something. I think she went through a really dark place, but then actually let it in like i feel like we've talked about this but when you invite the the hard and dark parts in nobody wants it but it happened right you invite the trauma mm -hmm. in and you talk to it and she heals like she's not fully healed but in off the table she says she's not yet healed but she is doing it she's doing the work she's going through the forest she's swimming to the depths of the sea and i love that i love that she's not just like monetizing her pain and being like look at me like none of the documentary yeah. was focused on in, in a to me in an exploitive way about her pain i like that she, she could have really like shown her depression but she, i could tell she was just trying to show a she was trying to give us light it really just felt like she wanted to spread the light yeah i, I uh, that i agree with i, I, I don't know about the, <laughs> the 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 double entendre but uh okay, someone let me know if this has happened to yeah. you because i swear <laughs> it must just be a quarantine thing i feel like i'm going to lose my power when we go back in the world but well, so really quick, I want to before uh -huh. we because we're, we're kind of running on time here, but um, I wanted to uh, just I pulled up the information on the yeah. concert movie just to see if there was any information about it. And um, I forgot the Sweetener live album was called K Bye for now. But um, oh, yeah. here's the just for people listening. Here's the set list. Um, and this was mostly it's what's interesting about it is this is a set list that we didn't even get a full some of this wasn't she because I we, we saw it. no because we saw one of the first con like she started changing it up I think after our show and so we didn't get Victoria Monet she showed up like a few days no. later but BTS um, was there but didn't go on stage but they were there yeah. at the one we were at now there were a well, lot of just, people hanging while out. you pull that up I mean I found the name of the songwriter Kimberly what's her name Cadence. Kimberly okay. Cadence, Chrisique, Chris, 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 I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, it, she, her, um, t tons of, you just look at her um, discography. She's written for like Beyonce, Brandy. But what I love is a lot of the songs without realizing it, like she wrote on a lot of the ones I, like, she wrote on the big ones like Thank You Next. She was one of the seven rings. But the little muted ones that are like my little hidden favorites, like Better mm -hmm. Off, she wrote on and like kind of has that like little moody twangy vibe that yeah. i don't know how to describe but that to me i feel like i get more of that feeling on this album it's a little mm -hmm. more dark and like not dark in a bad way but dark like inviting your demons in and like feeling the pain and that's very scorpio to me but um i like i like her stuff so i'm look i'm excited to see what else she writes or if she ever like goes off and does her own things because she, everything she's touched with ariana i love seems to be yeah and good for her too because that's a that's a sweet gig um so mm -hmm. we got raindrops god is a woman bad idea i remember all of those like that's a, by the way i think what's an incredible flex is for raindrops she actually sings it but not on stage like she sits on the platform oh. just singing it until uh she gets elevated for god is a woman into the onto the table and i think that's incredible because she you yeah. you kind of want to almost see her sing it but i think if she if she did come out to sing that part i think people would still be cheering so much that you wouldn't even be able mm. to hear because the thing about that concert when we saw it the whole time it was just non-stop screaming um in the You're best right. way possible if she came on stage it would be loud be she wouldn't be able to sing but if she's like we hear her voice we're all like shh, shh. Sorry, right right exactly yeah here she yeah. wait what what what's happening um wait she you, you brought up a good point okay I, i'm not gonna keep it interrupting but just because you said this i like that her concert um she does a, she shows us a lot of the transitions like she could get backstage and change a lot and there's a couple times she does but for the most part there's a couple fun bop songs where she's just dancing with her dancers obviously there for them to catch their breath and make some changes but you can tell like they're uh, full out having fun like whether it's just good practice or not it doesn't matter but they sell it 
they look like they're having so much fun hanging out on stage. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Even when she changes and she's like, is it okay if I do a quick costume change? Like we know that they have a, we could take breaks, but I feel like Ariana's like, I want to be here with you guys this whole time. So let's <laughs> try to have all of this happen on stage. Like, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think she, uh, well, I like that she also lets them just have their own moments. Um, you don't see mm -hmm. it in the, they, they, they do a good job on the concert footage showing them but if you actually see the live show they cut some of it out but there's there's a part i think right after it like at the end of into you that mm. they just have their own moment to all just dance on stage it's clearly yeah, yeah. like you said like for ariana to go change but um okay so but it's fun they're, like, it is it's fun, so fun and they look like they're having fun yeah okay um so What's then that? she does break up with your girlfriend on board um th then rem uh and then she does be all right which is great i like that she mm -hmm kind of does an interesting thing where uh like she'll start she slowly sprinkles in because obviously it's mostly going to be thank you next and sweetener songs mm -hmm. but um but then she kind of starts sneaking in like uh like our um be all right then she does sweetener the song they cut successful um <laughs> sorry uh, again not happy about it that's probably one of Thoughts my favorite songs on that album and uh and then they do side to side here's the other thing i thought was interesting i know they were just recording the concerts but usually if the guest from the song like the feature like in this case nikki for two songs that she performs live usually if they don't show up in person they either cut that part or work around it somehow they didn't they just kind of played yeah. the audio of her singing it was interesting I they did that for big sean too but i actually that okay at first i was like huh that's strange but then what i liked about it it fit into that taking a break moment because it actually just seemed like she likes dancing to herself because there were times when she started singing yeah. along and I don't think it didn't feel like she was like I'm gonna do Nikki's part it just felt like she's like yeah I like this and she did it yeah, for Big oh, Sean totally. too and I yep. love that she was singing Big Sean's parts because yeah. <laughs> like the layers of like I mean yeah they dated but like you can tell she like enjoys the work they did together she yep the thank you next was true she respects him and like whatever you know history they have like as an artist you can tell to be able to bop around on stage and sing and there's no like petting like it's like you know if a taylor was doing that she'd be trying to like make a little jab but ariana well, just taylor, like, taylor like did a it's weird fun. taylor did a weird thing i think it was on the um the 1989 world tour <laughs> where every night someone famous would drop in she actually like flew people in um to either sing a song or they would just go on stage for um i think it was during the song style um like it won't like for one of them she literally just flew julia roberts in and julia roberts just came on stage waved and walked around with her for a minute while she sang and then just left i don't know if julia roberts was in the neighborhood or if she actually but for a lot of them she flew people out it was crazy like she had the weekend drop in at one of them and just sing i can't feel my face and most of it was her singing with somebody. I think she also did it for reputation, actually, like on both tours. Mm, but she also just, you know, these are like stadium tours. So she could <sighs> afford to do that. Like for her, it's probably a yeah. tax write off. <laughs> so it might just be her wanting to see them or it might not even be her decision. We don't know. Like, you know, there's no, I think that's her decision. But I think it's just a I think that's like an, the ultimate flex of like someone at that level. Yeah, to be able to I, just be like every single concert is going to have a new person drop friend. in like here's sean mendes yeah exactly I, so i feel like what if if ariana and ariana's done versions of this but if she were to do it full out like that i think it would be like here's someone i love who's in my crew that you guys should also be onto because that's what she's been like when she wrote for right Nor right uh normani like we know normani but she's not ariana big she's not julie roberts and i like right. that about ariana because she's like i believe in these people but like why don't i like i don't julie roberts doesn't need my <laughs> right right Almost exactly any, let, let me um, push someone i think is great and like you guys can exactly on board so okay and then we have uh so we got be all right sweetener side to side seven rings uh okay, then she does seven rings can we stop wanna, there because yes i want to say that i didn't like it at first and we've talked about why and all those things but seven rings ugh, gotta say cancel me if you want cancel me daddy it's grown on <laughs> me i know it was just because it was platinum everywhere and i, I kept wanting to hate it but then watching the concert and watching them dance um and maybe i came around more on it because of the dancers i will say the music video i still don't love but watching it live does feel different it feels there yes it might not be equal but it, there's a little bit more parody watching parody not parody but uh, P-A-R-I-T-Y, watching the dancers dance around especially like you know there's a japanese dancer who's like straight up from japan like 
doesn't excuse any of the appropriation in the video, but it does feel different watching it live, and I did really enjoy watching it live. What I think of a lot that makes me laugh whenever I watch her do like some kind of like not like trap stuff like where she starts like having a twerk and shit as i always think about Snowball. an early episode we recorded yeah i think it was with i remember it was madison shepherd said she's That's like the one. she has no about. yeah yeah so it is funny to me that every time she did a like a something where she had to like twerk or a light version of it she clearly put on like a really fluffy skirt to make it look like there's more <laughs> there's more bounce in that booty than she really has i got yelled at online for and i don't even know if i should call it twerking because i do agree that there is layers of this right layers of performing uh especially if you're big like ariana you have to be cocked i'm not you know but like for me i like shaking my butt and it's fun way to promote shows mm -hmm. but i think more recently because i've been posting more on tiktok that i've been getting more like newcomers into my inventions and i posted a video of me i guess you call it twerking it's it's not i wouldn't call it twerking because it's not good it's me shaking my butt having fun not in a super sexy way like i'm wearing socks and leggings but having fun and uh promoting a show on instagram and then <laughs> i wish i like checked my comments earlier but when i went back because i was like doing shit there were like arguments in it being like, I'm offended. This is appropriate. And nobody's serious. Like it really felt like they were saying, well, I don't want to say they weren't serious, but the way they were talking to each other, it felt like they were pushing buttons. Yeah. Let's say that. Like, I don't, I do totally uh, want to hear anybody's opinion, but the way it was phrased was like, let me make you feel bad. So uh, I will say to that degree, it did make me think a little bit more about, oh, what it must be like to be on such a big level. Like, she is sometimes worthy of criticism, but she must get it from so many angles that she might just tune it out. Because even me, I'm like, oh, I like to hear, uh, you know, if I'm offending someone. But in this case, I didn't feel like I was. But I can only imagine how much you get deaf to that as you keep going. Well, I'll say this in regards to the comment section of your TikTok is that it and I've no, I notice this on Twitter all the time with when people at reply, which is that like, um, you can tell who's projecting and who's really most of the time to me, it has to do with how that person feels about it. Not necessarily as just appropriation, but as like, I, I it, I don't know to me, it, it, even though it's just black and white text written on a, on your, in, you know, on a comment section, I mm -hmm. still think it usually can reveal a lot about the intention of the comment um, because it, it it is the person what is it that the person's upset about is it actually hurting their feelings or is it that they think this is a bad look or what it, you know what i mean like i think there's different ways to gauge all that mm -hmm. stuff and if you um and most of the time these are people who you kind of have to take into account like are they actively posting about you you're never going to know the story of if this is something they're yeah. actively pursuing or if this is just because it's very easy for them to to write this right yeah. now it's the way they, they phrase are. it too like oftentimes yeah. i'll even say not that none of i do think people do feel this way like in real reality i'm not saying nobody has this opinion but oftentimes the ones i get will be like trolls in a way where like you click on the picture and it kind of almost looks fake there's no like because yeah. they'll say things like like this one specific one i'll just say just so you get an idea but it's like it said as a black man i'm offended by this and the sexualization of christmas okay so there's no sexualization of christmas <laughs> there was no real i mean i guess you could say like i was shaking my butt sexualization but i wish you had that's opened a real... i would have said everything you needed to know well this that. is a real stretch because i'm like i don't know what you mean by sexualization if you like yeah, I, I, yeah maybe dancing sexual but like truly if we're gonna be honest like so if i was selling sexualization about... How do they feel about mommy kissing Santa Claus? I mean, like, it's, it's, there's so you know much I mean? to it. Like, yeah. But yeah. then I clicked because I was curious who this person was and they followed me and there's like nothing. Also looked like a fake picture. So I was like, this might even just be one of those like t teens who like, the, when you say as a blank anything, I get that a lot. Like as a gay person, as a, I'm like, who talks like that? Because <laughs> right, I feel right. like it's... I do, I do have discourse with people, but usually I won't be like, as a five foot eight Asian bisexual, like, right, right. I usually just say, "Here's how I feel," and I hope you see me as a person and take my opinion into account. I, yeah, I, I guess I've sometimes wa like walked into a conversation that way because I'll be like, as someone who doesn't look, you know, Spanish speaking, but was raised, you know, as a mother that grew up in, you know, well, in the context that would make sense. But yeah. in this context, but no, you're it felt you're like right. You're right. You it's exactly what it is.
Um, okay, so we got seven rings. So that was where we stopped. Let me see. Yeah, what's, okay, oh, sorry. Then she does. I, had, I guess no. I had a lot to say about it. Uh, but it was worth addressing, in my <laughs> opinion. So cancel me, Daddy. You know, uh, let me know. You love me, me, love me harder, uh, which oh, is an all timer. So um, and she does the perfect segue into breathing, where she like the song mm -hmm. just stops and she suddenly starts singing a cappella, which uh, oh, always a big fan when she it. does it. Yep. And then she goes right into needy, which that hit really hard this time oh i forgot yeah. how well where she's singing and her dancers all have to sit still behind her for that entire mm -hmm. song that two and a half minutes they're just on stage and they're not moving and there's like a light around them that creates like a smoke effect or maybe it is a smoke machine but it's really good and then then we get Nothing, the right no not, not yet. yet uh then we get the the medley of makeup right there. Um, well, no, no, no. Makeup's not the medley. She she just performs that. But then she does uh, right there. You'll never know and break your heart right back. That's the medley. Mm -hmm. Then she does NASA, which again kills it. I kind of wish for that song though. She got up and moved around and like like like. The only thing I don't like about that that part of the performance was that they all just kind of sit there and her friends are singing with her like it's fun but that's yeah. a song that requires her i think in my opinion to go from all parts of the stage just you know putting out the yeah. microphone so people can scream and um i do feel like they started with the big dance because i thought there would be more but then i think that they they knew that they'd have more energy up top because there's still a lot of fun but yeah there's less choreography I need to turn my well, heat on. Uh, it's very cold. I'm listening. Oh, okay. I was just going to say uh, that I, I I just don't think that um that I guess what I was getting at was that she's I I don't mean that there needed to be more choreography. I actually think that they that, like the stage should have been cleared because it's a song about needing space. So to me, it's being alone and kind of like you know vibing with the crowd. That's what I think um so like oh, i think she should have been going back director I think she, eli yeah coming in hot like a typical fucking <laughs> film bro just telling you how, yeah i, I but, like um, well i don't feel so to be, to be clear I no i don't it, but i saw the vision that she had which is like when you're with your friends and your network you know that even when you're like i'm gonna need space like there's no conflict so i saw that right. part and no, I like I, that. I, I'm actually, not like defending it, but I wait, like. Wait, I, I, I want to clarify. This is a very small complaint. It sounds like it's a big. Um, it's just as an Aquarius, every opinion's a big opinion. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And then after NASA, she does. She goes way back and does tattooed heart. Great, very great version of it. Um, she did not do that at the version we were at. She didn't do tattooed heart, as far as oh, I remember. Okay. Um, did she sing it at the Amex one? I feel like I've seen that. Like, like tattooed heart, no, I added at, back into my. Um, like, I have a playlist of. Cause I don't like everything that's on the Spotify one. So I have my own. Right. Uh, um, yeah. Those algorithms, oof, there's something else. I, um, yeah, by I the way, did one. you do the, did you do the fake algorithm thing that they put up yesterday? Oh, Somebody what? made a thing where you enter, you enter your Spotify info uh, um, on this website and it generates oh. like a thing that makes fun of the way you listen to stuff. It's like, wow, this is a very basic playlist. In your data, Eli. That's yeah, that's fine. Data. I knew they were, look, here's the thing. I already know that I don't have the same view you do as like to me, I already tweet about like going to Dunkin Donuts and raising canes and TGI Fridays like I you're you know where to find me I'm not hard to find. Um, I, I don't I don't it doesn't bother me that like I, I, I think it sucks, but I don't I already know that they're doing that stuff. And also, I have a phone and it has you know what I mean like all that shit to me is. I'm just remember one time we hung out at a park and I left my phone in the car so I could tell you a secret I stumbled upon that ended up not being a secret. Being a but secret thought, at all. Th yeah, that was the Well, stuff it was really wild, but it is like, it has to do with the Koch brothers. And it's all it's all out there in the literature you guys can Yeah, it please, it we is can't pretty get into wild, it. Though. We cannot we can't get, get into, into it. it. I have to stop it. No, uh, okay, okay. Um, but I'm just saying that I at least have always been consistent about being paranoid. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, which is fine. I, I just, I'm like, I couldn't be more indifferent about it where I'm like, if somebody wants to listen in on me terribly singing along to love me harder or <laughs> chew, chewing my food like a cow like they're more than welcome to um oh, and we can't talk also, about the possessor but you just made me think of it but yeah yeah well that scene in possessor is incredible you need so, to keep, okay. you, i'm sorry you have to keep me on track i can't this is me um this is, so, I have ADHD well the problem is i have to keep myself on track i like i'll break into this shit what's like the next heartbeat. track eli uh oh <laughs> way to keep me on track um <laughs> then every time which we already talked about but very oh, a very good so much so I good I, I i grew more like i liked it before but when i watched it again i was like i love this song yeah and, and like does... the shakespeare line 
the first time I heard it, I was like, whatever. But then for some reason, when I heard it again, I was like, yeah, like I really, it just like landed. I liked it. I, I can't think of uh, something's clinking on your end, by the way. Um, oh, sorry, uh, I'm moving around. Okay. Is she, it uh, yeah, much better. Thank you. So, uh, don't move. I'm just kidding. So, um, uh, by the way, Shakespeare wishes he could make a song like every time. But anyway, so uh, the Bard. Pfft, um, well, got don't speak ill of the Bard. I mean, okay, I'm not going to defend his uh, point of view because he is a misogynist, but. Don't comfort the bard. Half of my unnecessary and useless knowledge is Shakespeare stuff. So, well, wasn't he bisexual? I he was probably pansexual, but he did yeah. hate on women. I mean, he. I mean, Othello is. Also yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, he's he's got obviously like there's a lot of problems. <laughs> it races that. and misogynists. Yeah. Uh, well, but folks, we are here to cancel Shakespeare. Um, out of Shakespeare, and also he right, made so, it. Well, this is now we can't get into. Okay, this, so okay, go, keep going. <laughs> then the, the light is coming, which we already talked about, and uh -huh. um, into you, which is probably love. a top five Ariana song for me. Yeah, like great of all music time. Video too. Uh, yeah, music great music video. video, great song. Everything about it is. It also that to me was the most for like kind of the most foreshadowing of the kind of horny bops we were going to get from her later on, like 34, mm -hmm. 35, like mm -hmm. into you is, is like so horny, but, but 34, 35 is self-actualized into you. Yeah. 34, you know 35 I mean? is like, yeah, it's like, I, I don't want to say it's quick as not, but I'm in the sense that it's come around. It's not male gazy into you. is like, I'm a sexy baby. I'm into you. 34, 35 right, right. is like, Hey, I'm a woman. Let's fuck. <laughs> Right, right, also, right, she right. sings about her butthole. Okay, well, okay we have no, to talk no, about the got, poop. We, no, the we, poop we, thing no, in the no, documentary. No. She starts by talking about her poop oh, and the farts. Yeah, yeah. Or her dog's well, pooping oh, the and dog's farting. Pooping and farting. Yeah. Well, Why is on. that let's, in there? I love that. Let's finish okay. the track list Fine. and then. Fine. Um, a dangerous Woman, which is a song that never fully grew on me, I'll be honest. That's probably one of my really? least favorite in the singles. It's like a, it's a good song, but it. By the time it's it gets to that guitar solo, I'm like I'm ready to clock out for work. Like like I need mm. another song. Um, okay. And then she does "Break Free," which we've already talked mm -hmm. about. Just an, a great great song. And then um, then she does "No Tears Left to Cry," which is still a great song. Um, that I love just as much as the first time I heard it. And then she closes with "Thank You Next," another one of her yeah. all timers. I think the, I think that song. I think Thank You Next is probably the defining song of the Sweetener Thank You Next era because mm -hmm. it it first off it created a phrase that everyone uses like it it to me is something that actually jumped into the like not just pop music lexicon and it, it actually made its way into like the everyday way people talk. She hacked into the mainframe. Yes, she did, and there is no social dilemma about it. <laughs> um so okay thank you so for let's taking talk... us through that yeah thorough. so then i'm sorry so gotta, i derailed you in in between all the stuff about um in between all the stuff about uh the well in between the songs i should say i she there is a bunch of footage of her um hanging out getting ready you see her like the dancers getting you know they're going through the rehearsals it finally kind of answered something i already knew which i'm like where is she rehearsing and it's clearly like a big warehouse in the middle yeah. of like you know somewhere and um and then because they have to recreate the whole stage so they can hit all their marks which it really made me think about how like man she has to sit there and memorize like an hour and a half of not just song lyrics because those are obviously that's muscle memory but mm -hmm. she also has to like memorize beats to hit and like you know ways to like like the way everyone dances like everyone has to remember everything yeah. and that's like an incredible undertaking um yeah, it's like she's so, writing she's in her own broadway show which she has experience yep. doing so and then uh and then she also um like and do then you we think see... that's what makes her so much closer with her ca castmates like the experience of she has theater experience like she doesn't need to be a diva because the experience of being on broadway and being around theater kids half of it is like the hangouts backstage like i well, feel like she has yes that. to a point she's still in charge so yeah. there that dynamic... she likes to like they have like the games and the circles and i feel like it's like she has a mm. theater kid vibe yeah all oh for sure um i mean well yeah she does i mean seven rings is literally uh rogers and hammerstein so it's like but 
and then we get uh we get her obsessed with horror movies for a split second yeah, uh, yeah, by yeah. showing midsummer to uh to one of her uh one of those twins um who can apparently those twins one can handle horror movies and the other can't um i uh need to watch midsummer again but i remember not liking it mm, i had a lot of problems with it <laughs> um yeah well you did rewatch it i rewatched it i had more and thoughts after it. i rewatched it i yeah. didn't like the ending still but i just yeah. agree with florence but i liked it better after because i watched it at such an emotional raw state the first time mm -hmm. the second time i could watch it more of its own well, yeah. I've heard from people listening who are Midsummer fans. Last thing I'll say about that is uh, there's a director's <laughs> cut that you can watch now, and apparently it does. It's 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 like half an hour longer, but it apparently addresses a lot of the issues that most people like myself had with the original mm. cut, and it also apparently is more focused on the cult and kind of how like nationalism or kind of those kinds of things like bleed into cults like that rather than so it, it, it the movie is as much about an indictment is about white supremacy as it is about mm. relationships is my from my understanding i don't quote me on that but that's ever, what i hear so ever since I'm i found out that there's a episode of dinosaurs with the exact same plot i cannot take that movie seriously <laughs> the dinosaur light the cartoon I mean, yeah, and yeah. I don't take credit for this because I think Sam Ruddy found it and then I looked it up and it's true. But literally, it's like down to the like that the, every year a dinosaur gets thrown off a cliff. Like it's like. <laughs> well, those those that's that dinosaurs. is funny, but I, I think they're that's I mean, yeah, that's that's hysterical. Um, so is there anything else we want to say in closing? Well, about... you cut me off when I was talking about the dog poop, Eli. Oh, yeah, yeah. What what happened there? Well, right off the bat, we get Ariana going off about her dogs farting and pooping. And mm -hmm. and who is she on the phone with when that happened? Uh, who is she on the phone with? Uh, Kristen Chenoweth, she said. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm FaceTiming with Kristen Chenoweth. Why? And oh, my this God. This is happening. And it's like, it is kind of, it's funny that she gave one of her dogs a human reaction to something, which I guess actually a dog would react this way. But she said that one of her dogs is really sensitive to smell and so he smelled all that shit and threw up I threw up but he ran into the bathroom <laughs> to throw up Aww. which is like an incredible i mean boy. i don't think he i don't think he put his head in the toilet but i think he just knew I that he knew my my yeah. papa did that last i mean wushi has been a little under the weather and Aww. woke me up twice last night to go outside to poop the first time i really didn't want to go and then i did take him the second time and then when we came back, I went in the bathroom and there was a huge pile of shit in the bathroom. But it was like a neat, like I could tell he was like, mm, I guess here. And I cleaned it up. It was fine. But he like went in the bathroom. He went to the bathroom and pooped right in the middle. So he'd be does, like, don't miss it. Don't step on it. Just it's here. I had to. And does, I like, does, that is actually very sweet. <laughs> he doesn't That's ever. Like, he's house trained. He right. only does it if he's sick. And so I think he actually like, re, like he was sick, like not like. Does like he? Wait, I, have a, stick, but like, yeah, I have a question. When you, if when you go to the bathroom for any reason, does he follow you? He likes to, but I always close the door because he just likes right, right. to be around me. Yeah. So what I've learned is apparently if um, if dogs figure out once they like live long, they're in the house long enough with you. Once they figure out that that's the bathroom, um, and they know you go in there, they intentionally follow you in there because they're guarding out for when you're at your most vulnerable. That's what I've like. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, I saw it on wow. TikTok. Someone wrote about I it. They were like, that. they were like, do you know your dog whenever it follows you in the bathroom? And they showed a video of them walking into the bathroom and how the dog, like, even if you don't let the dog in, if you shut the door, they'll they usually stay by the door. Yeah, yeah, because they're protecting you mm -hmm. at your most vulnerable. Yeah, That's so cute. Pretty incredible. I love, I love what a great note to end on. I love. I that. couldn't agree more. So that means when Ariana, if she goes to shower, whatever she's going to the bathroom to do. She's got six dogs waiting outside that door so guarding her. <laughs> She's got literally at all 101 oh just hanging so out out dogs. there guarding her. Um, well, this was a great first episode back for everyone listening. Thank you. Um, where Pod is a woman with two S's on Instagram. I'm at Eli Olsberg on all the social. One. Yeah. Ex oh, 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 we forgot about that. We didn't even get into that yet. So that's going to be coming up. There, but just so everyone knows, this is a leftist <laughs> podcast, not a liberal oh, podcast. Um, I mean, Ariana, Ariana endorsed Bernie. I 
so we gotta we, just real quick that's where i stand Teresa. you can stay silent if you want you don't have to oh have to get... i mean i i don't i'm a non-binary i don't like labels but i'll say that i'm not a <laughs> communist and i'm not a capitalist um, i believe in and freedom and democracy she but anyway she endorsed bernie but also <laughs> um there is another podcast called pot as a woman with people who I think worked in the Obama administration, but they're liberal, not leftist. And yeah. they yas queened our title. Oh God. Uh, that's what I, I tweeted a picture of that. It's and not I put, even help, about Ariana. Help, my podcast has been yas queened. Um, how do you take that? So upsetting. How do you take and, that? And we've gotten, and our, our Instagram has gotten people messaging <laughs> us being like, can't wait for the next episode with Dr. Jill Biden. No. Like, what? So. Oh boy! Uh, but anyway, woman, and make your thing. Yeah, Whoa, and they know you... ours existed. I mean, they they for sure uh, have found it. So it yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get into it with them at some point. Um, I don't know if there'll be. I can't say there'll be a crossover episode, but uh, <laughs> um, anyway. But uh, what's your? Where can people find you, Teresa? Oh yes, you can find me at Larissa T. And also, if you want to follow me on OnlyFans, because I have to, I'm experimenting with putting a lot of my writing that doesn't fit in stand-up on there, and now that I can't really go out and do comedy, I'm, I'm putting video essays, singularity rants, all that spooky magic shit that is too creepy for the main there. So OnlyFans.com slash Teresa Lee. I'm the only Teresa Lee, and I'm verified. Gotta say, couldn't resist, so I did it. <laughs> and um, and uh, we'll be back with doing just to kind of clear uh, something we kind of alluded to at the top. From this point on, we'll be we'll be going track by track through positions in the following episodes. Yeah. Uh, this was just kind of a way to just jump back into it, and something that also I think is very good timing wise, since this uh, since this obviously just just dropped. So you can watch. Um, excuse me, I love you on Netflix and at Reply Us. I sound like such an old man. At Reply Us. Uh, just tweet us if you want to talk about it. We're always happy to talk about it. So thank you guys. And we will uh, we'll see you in a week or two whenever we drop the next episode. Bye. Bye.